Reading our Bibles regularly can be a challenge, but we're all on this journey together. We're praying that this podcast inspires you, helps you better understand God's Word, and builds your faith. This is Join the Journey with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, we're doing a quick overview of the book of 1 Samuel. The key word for 1 Samuel is a monarchy, because in this book, we see Israel transition from being ruled by judges, the last one being Samuel, to being ruled by kings, the first one being David. The monarchy is established in Israel in the book of 1 Samuel. However, in the original manuscripts, 1 and 2 Samuel were one book, or rather, one scroll. But now, in our modern Bibles, they're two separate books, and in this first one, a lot of change happens for Israel. So, how does all this change play out? Let's remember that Israel was supposed to come into the Promised Land and live out God's commandments, but they failed and failed and failed all throughout the era of the Judges. Israel was in great need of solid leadership which is a great segue into our three main characters and really the outline for the book. Samuel, the last judge, Saul, the first king, and David, arguably the best king, apart from Jesus, of course. These three men led Israel throughout the book of 1 Samuel, or really throughout Israel's time that is recorded in 1 Samuel. The Got Questions website summarizes the book of 1 Samuel like this. The book of 1 Samuel can be neatly divided into, they'd say, two sections, the life of Samuel, chapters 1 through 12, and the life of Saul, chapters 13 through 31. Now, I would argue for three sections, Samuel, Saul, and David. Nonetheless, neither viewpoint is necessarily incorrect. And as the article continues, the book starts with the miraculous birth of Samuel in answer to his mother's earnest prayer. As a child, Samuel lived and served in the temple. God singled him out as a prophet, chapter 3, and the child's first prophecy was one of judgment on the corrupt priests in Israel. The Israelites go to war with their perennial enemies, the Philistines. The Philistines, though, capture the Ark of the Covenant and are in temporary possession of it. But when the Lord sends judgment, the Philistines return the Ark. Samuel calls Israel to repentance, chapter 7, and then to victory over the Philistines. Now, I would add in here that while Samuel is referred to as the last judge, he does technically try to appoint his sons as the next judges of Israel, but they don't do a very good job and the people reject them. That said, let me keep reading. The people of Israel, wanting to be like other nations, desire a king. Samuel is displeased by their demands, but the Lord tells him that it is is not Samuel's leadership they are rejecting, but his own. After warning the people of what having a king would mean, Samuel anoints a Benjaminite named Saul, who is crowned in Mizpah, chapter 10. Saul enjoys initial success, defeating the Ammonites in battle, chapter 11, but then he makes a series of missteps. He presumptuously offers a sacrifice, chapter 13. He makes a foolish vow at the expense of his son, Jonathan, that's chapter 14, and he disobeys the Lord's direct command in chapter 15. So as a result of Saul's rebellion, God chooses another to take Saul's place. Meanwhile, God removes his blessing from Saul, and an evil spirit begins tormenting him. Chapter 16. The article continues, Samuel travels to Bethlehem to anoint a youth named David as the next king. Chapter 16. Later, David has his famous confrontation with Goliath, the Philistines, and becomes a national hero. Chapter 17. David serves in Saul's court, marries Saul's daughter, and is befriended by Saul's son, Jonathan. 
Saul himself grows jealous of David's success and popularity, and he attempts to kill David. David flees, and so begins an extraordinary period of adventure, intrigue, and romance. With supernatural aid, David narrowly but consistently eludes the bloodthirsty Saul, chapters 19 through 26. He escapes from Saul's pursuit. Through it all, David maintains his integrity and his friendship with Jonathan. Near the end of the book, Samuel has died and Saul is a lost man. On the eve of a battle with Philistia, Saul seeks for answers. Having rejected God, he finds no help from heaven and he seeks counsel from a medium instead. During the seance, Samuel's spirit rises from the dead to give one last prophecy. Saul would die in battle the next day. The prophecy is fulfilled. Saul's three sons, including Jonathan, David's bestie, fall in battle, and Saul sadly and wrongly commits suicide, the article concludes. And candidly, this is an excellent summary. There really isn't much more for me to add or re-say, so let's talk about some major application points. We can compare and contrast Saul and David as we study this book, and when we do that, we can take a look at Saul and see what it looks like to let our insecurities take the rein. Saul allows or allowed his greatest insecurities to become his greatest motivators. Let me say that again. Saul allowed his greatest insecurities to become his greatest motivators. Whereas David, on the other hand, when his situations and experiences could or we could expect them to lead him to abandon the faith, he found security in the Lord. He continues to rest in him. He found security in the Lord. He continues to rest in him. Saul let his insecurities run wild, while David leaned on the Lord for security. Saul said, my insecurities are going to take the reins. David said, God is my security. So as you read, I'd encourage you, I'd strongly encourage you to look for these comparisons. When in your life are you more like David? And when in your life are you more like Saul? That's all we've got time for. But as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. You can learn more about Watermark by connecting with us on social media. Just search Watermark Church, all one word. And to read along with us, visit jointhejourney.com. And thank you guys for listening.